Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Uh, by the way, Evan. Yes. I got you uh, an early birthday gift. My birthday's in f- six months. I know. Oh. I know. Thank you. July 11th, 7 yeah. 11. Yep. I got you an early birthday gift, and I'm going to give it to you at 4 o'clock. Yeah. And you have to make me one promise. Uh, whether you like it or not, and you're going to love it, by the way, you have to uh, wear it on the show on TV. Whether I like it or Regardless not. Regardless of what you think of it. You have to wear it. I mean, how could I make that promise? Because you have to trust me. What if it has Two an and a half arrow years. Do you trust me or that not? points down and says, nothing here, or whatever I'm small. Whatever you come up with. Whatever. I Listen, it's here. Is it a shirt? I'm not telling you what it is. Is it a hat? I got you a gift. Well, obviously you have to wear it. And so it it's... is a birthday gift. And I'd like you to make me a promise that you are going to put it on immediately after I give it to you. Yay or nay? <sighs> I can only make that promise if I know it isn't certain things. You either trust me or you don't. Is it a Tom Brady jersey? No. No. Is it a New York Knicks-related jersey? I wouldn't do that to you. Would you? I wouldn't. If I said I commit to putting anything on, you wouldn't take that opportunity to make me put something on that I would never put on? I put a lot of thought into this gift. It arrived today, apparently. I just went, I I got here late, obviously. Mm. Went to my office, bang it, sit on my desk. I actually went in there looking for chapstick because my lips are chapped beyond belief. And I don't have any chapstick here. Uh, and I found the gift I ordered for you. So at 4 o'clock, I will present you the gift. Happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, you have to promise me you put it on right away promise. and wear it for the duration of the show. Promise you. Yeah. 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 Should that's I what's promise? happening. Should I promise I, you? Right, you've, I've already made you promise. So that's that. That's what's <laughs> happening at 4 o'clock. Or else me and Big Mac hold you down and Tommy puts the thing on you and that's that. By the way, I have heard we are on TV at a different time today. Nobody told me. We're on TV. Well, you were late. We're on TV between 3.30 and 5.30. Oh, uh, Connecticut, oh, Connecticut Women's? No, it's a Mets hot stove show that's going to be on. Even though it's not no, the I hot say, stove. I anymore. say no to that. So what does that mean? You're not, you're not, they're not preempting us from 5.30 to 6 for a, a hot stove show. Well, I don't think we're being preempted. We're just shifting no, our hours. I say out. no to that. You put the hot stove on at 6. You have regularly scheduled programming from 4 to 6. You want the audience to turn you on at 5.35, knowing they're going to get their favorite program outside of Med Baseball games on the entire network to be able to see the show they love. Why would you do that? So I say I'm not. I say no to that. And how are you going to enforce your? I say no to that. From three thirty I'm going to put pieces of paper and tape them <laughs> to the cameras, so you cannot see the show. That's a good idea. And I'm going to take them down at five thirty. So then we'll no, be on at four o'clock. I'll take them down at four. o'clock. Then we'll be on from four to five thirty. Well, then that's fine with me. <laughs> we'll be on. Uh, get Spike on the phone. I am not kidding. I am not doing three thirty to five thirty for no reason. Now, hot stove when the hot stove's over right. at spring training. Now I respect you have play by play deals and you have to honor those. And if we get moved to half hour to to acknowledge that they've got a women's game or a hockey game or a men's game, totally get it, respect it. Mm. But you're not bumping us off at five thirty for a hot stove show that you can do at six o'clock. That's my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Well, my understanding is no. Oh. That's my understanding. Hopefully it works better than your demand for new toilet paper, because that didn't go well. Well, I told you what happened with that. I said, bring your owner, dump it home. <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly winning. By the way, but the fact is, I appreciate the leadership of that. <laughs> I, I'm good with that. I can be told what to do, but we're not doing three things. That's not happening. That I can tell you right now. So you might want to get uh, Spike on the horn on that uh, and let him know that I'm putting paper in front of the cameras at 325, and I will remove those papers at 4 o'clock. So it'd be like, it'd be interesting, actually. It'd be like we're in our own little uh, Aaron Rodgers dark box. That's right. Yeah, and uh, you can't see us. But you'll be able to hear us. So it's like a radio show, some may say. It'd be like a radio show <laughs> on TV. That's exactly, that's what it's going to be. What a concept. Yeah, because I accept the play-by-play stuff. I guess it's part of the deal. And that's totally acceptable. And I'm good with it. I think it's great. But for a silly show that... It's not even uh, topical now because there is no hot stove 
Pitchers and catchers No, you got to be live from Duffy's in Port St. Lucie, Florida. You know Duffy's. I don't. That's but oh, You don't know Duffy's. Why would I know Duffy's? We got to take the show down to Tampa and Port St. Lucie so I can introduce you to Duffy's. Well, Billy Epler invited me down. So why don't you go so to Duffy's? Why with you can't come with. Duffy's is like a bar, restaurant, and yeah. a bowling alley. Great. It's amazing. I'm oh, in. Love Duffy, it. Let's go. Duffy sounds great. Let's I'm in. Do it. I'm in. Great. All right. By the way, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check real quick that Duffy's is still open because it may have closed. Can we go on a weekend? Can we go like Friday to Sunday? Yeah. All right. Well, set it up Friday to Sunday. I'm in Duffy's Sports Grill on Port St. Lucie Boulevard. What's up? I'm good. Are they still selling Tim Tebow burgers at uh, the stadium or no? <laughs> they're not doing that anymore? I don't think so. Think there are any leftover jerseys to try to hawk sell? They maybe. definitely have leftover jerseys. Yeah, yes. Maybe not, by the way. He was the best-selling uh, preseason jersey of all time. Jeez. You know that? Crazy. That's true, by the way. They sold more Tim Tebow gear at Port St. Lucie than any other individual player in Mets yeah, but, history. But you know why that makes a lot of sense, actually? Because he's very popular. Well, it's also in Florida. Like... Yes, yeah, Port St. Lucie is nowhere near Gainesville. Dude. Doesn't matter. It's Florida. Yeah, it does matter. Tim Tebow was like a religion. No, down there. but Miami, Florida State, there are rivalries where they I, hate Tim Tebow. I know, but you're still in the state. There are still people around. Tebow's a recognizable name. Yeah. Here's uh, Danny in the Bronx on the fan. Danny, how are you? Good, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, what's up? Um, great. Uh, I just wanted to your point, Evan, before uh, about Verlander and Degrom. I 100% think that Verlander is going to be the better. Verlander is going to be the better deal. Um, I, that's just my personal I opinion. So. I'll go on the record. Listen, I hope so, bro. You're not winning a World Series if it's not. I was just about to say, Craig, I think we win a World Series under Verlander. But you know what they're going to be the key is, in all seriousness, with Verlander? And I know this isn't something that we should worry about now because it's October. It's October. I mean, Max Scherzer is a great example of it. He really pitched well last year. He was tremendous last year, but when it mattered the most, yeah. he got booed off the mound at City Field. Yeah. And I think for Verlander and Scherzer in this new era of Met baseball, the bar is, what are you doing in October? That's how we're going to define yeah, these because guys. it'd be a major shock if the Mets aren't playing postseason ball, whether it's a wild card team or a division But if winner. Justin Verlander makes 28 starts, wins the Cy Young, and then gets destroyed in the postseason like Max did, right. we're all going to be cursing him out during the offseason. That's the reality. Evan, that's thing. true. That's true. What else you got? Another thing, Evan, really quick. Um, I don't know if you saw Pete Alonzo. looks like he slimmed down. He looks like he's ready to break well, his Well, but he's just, it's a preseason uh, weight loss. He puts it right back on before the year Pete, starts. Pete was brilliant, though, by the way. I watched his entire press conference. And obviously, the, the real question you'd ask Pete is about his contract. And he gave an answer that was so good that I don't know how you follow up. He said, I really don't feel comfortable yep. talking mm-hmm. about the contract. I'm just happy to be here. I'm really happy to be a Met. And I'm really looking forward but to this all, year. All that other stuff is like fun, like happy stuff. But when he says, I'm uncomfortable yeah. talking about my contract, it's so disarming. What are you going to do? Right. Ask him again? Right. You're he, a bad guy. He makes you stop asking. That's exactly right. All right, 100%. Danny. Yeah. My last point, uh, Craig, thank you for speaking at Fordham University today. A lot of people can learn from your story, including myself, and I just want to say thank you. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm glad you were there and, and enjoyed it, uh, and I'm happy to I was there repping my Mets with my Mets hat on. Yeah, yeah, there you there go. There you go. A lot of Nick fans, a lot of Mets fans there today. Uh, we had a great time at Fordham. I want to thank Eddie Cole, the AD there, for allowing us to do it. And uh, next month, we're doing our responsible gaming tour at Sacred Heart. Nice. Now, a lot Bobby of pe- V's place, right? Yeah, a lot of people have asked about high schools. And uh, while we originally thought we'd be able to hit a lot of high schools as well, because I have done some Zoom calls with high schools and a couple of in-person appearances, uh, there's a group of people, and I totally respect it, who don't want their kids to be exposed to it, even in a responsible way. Uh, high school seniors. Because it brings attention again? Yeah, it's really more for freshmen and sophomores. A lot of their parents have expressed a, uh, a situation where they don't want it. Interesting. Whereas juniors and seniors, moms and dads in high school, are more hip to it and want it. So there's this weird fight now, and I'm always going to respect the wishes of the school, but we're really going to focus on doing this colleges only what, for now. Today at Fordham, what was the best question a student asked? Today at Fordham, uh, I would say there were two questions that off the top of my dome stuck out. One was my concern level in coming back to the fan, knowing I have a problem, and be surrounded by gambling talk and ads. And if I was concerned that those would trigger me for all the hard work I've done to stay sober or in recovery, that I wouldn't be able to do my job because you're being bombarded with it. Right. Good question from a kid. No, absolutely. And then the other one was 
a much more personal question about trying to earn back the trust, respect, and all those things of both coworkers and family. And I thought that was a pretty interesting probing question. And the answer to that is there are some relationships, sadly, you do lose forever. Uh, and you know, Alva, there's a piece of me that will always be missing emotionally because of that. Because no matter what you say or do, you, there's some people that are just done with you because you've wronged them. You've uh, you, you've gone against your word. For God, they always pledge that, you know, my handshakes, my bond. I went against that for right. a period of time. As much as I live by that code now and don't think I'd ever waver on again, I did. Uh, so I deal with that. And the other one is just time. And, you know, it's a bad cliche, but it's really true. You know, actions speak a lot louder than words. I can sit here all day and blow smoke up your ass about I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Either I do it or I don't. Right. And I think, you know, my the way I've lived my life since I uh, got out, uh, I think anyone that knows me would know that I've paid homage to those words, and I live it and I breathe it, and I do it every single day, and I don't ask for any recognition for it. It's what I should do, and I feel a responsibility to do it, so I do it. So those were the two, I think, most probing questions. That and does Evan know the Nets are never going to win a championship? <laughs> and I answer that very quickly. Yes, 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 yes I do. Does. Thank you. Here's uh, Joe Joe in Farmingdale. Joey, what's up, kiddo? Hey, Craig, Evan, thanks for taking the call. All right. energy. Hey, three things, Evan. Uh, what was your initial reaction, be brutally honest, when you heard DeGrom was hurt with an old oh, I'll, give you, I'll give you a brutal, honest answer. I'm glad that I'm not dealing with this. Glad he's not a Met. No, it, it, I didn't phrase it that way. I'm glad I'm not dealing yeah. with this. Glad he's not a Met. I, that, okay. Yep, yep. Yep, that's what he's saying. That's not what I because, said. Because I'll tell you why. Pitchers and catchers show up today, and DeGrom's already hurt. Oh, we're freaking out. Woo! We're oh, freaking yeah. out. No, no, right. I, and I admit that. Yep. I, I think I tweeted something like, oh, this is deja vu. Because it felt like deja vu. No doubt. So, uh, I got a second question, Evan. Yep. And, and, and and Craig kind of stole the thunder earlier. Uh, who would you rather have if that option is two free agent pitches? A pitcher who made 11 starts or a Cy Young winner? Take the L, Evan. Well, no, off of last year, the answer is Verlander. I wouldn't argue that, but I can't take an L because nothing's happened yet. I will gladly take an L if you're proven right. But basing everything on last year, well, that's easy. You know, it's crazy. Justin Verlander was amazing last year. Jacob DeGrom barely pitched. Like, I can't argue that, nor would I. But how can I take an L on 2023? Yeah, you know what's crazy about this to me? It's February 15th. Yeah. There hasn't been a simulated game yet. There hasn't been an official spring training at bat. I mean, guys literally are unpacking bags today and are you know, getting reacquainted maybe with new teammates, You know, seeing guys that may not have seen the entire offseason, maybe some stretching, some light tossing. And it's like it's October 19th, Craig, and we just blew an AC- ALCS game. Because here's why. We are living right now, and this is really cool, but it's true. We are living through the golden age of New York baseball. No, we're not. The new, we are. No, the we're only not. era that compares to this is the 50s. And if you want to debate that, I'd say you're right, but that's 70 years ago. Yeah. So for our generation, okay. let me rephrase it that way then. Better. Clean it up. Yeah. Because the only ones who would argue with me would call me on Saturday to say 1953. I get it. I mean, is it the golden age, uh, 96 to 2009? No. Isn't that really the golden age? It's the golden age in that the Yankees were a dynasty. You made a World Series. We won a bunch of World Series. Okay, so here's the deal on that. The Mets in 99 and 2000 never came into seasons with this kind of expectation. Both teams collectively have never come in together, unified. Obviously, 86, the Mets had huge expectations, and the Yankees actually had a pretty good year. They didn't make the playoffs because it was a different format. But in terms of coming into a season with expectations, they would have combined 200 games last year, Craig. So is the it's the golden age of expectation. Well, performance. Not the golden age of actual performance. I, look, the, right? neither team's won a World Series. Neither right. team's gone a World Series. So, right. yeah, if you want to compare 2000 right. and 99 and 98, sure. But in terms of where these franchises are and where our expectations are in the middle of February, yeah. in terms of free agent signings and things like that, I think we're living through a golden age. I tell you what's even crazier to me. Not that Yankee fans aren't pissed about Montez. They are. Uh, they're not really going to call out about because what does there say about it other than Cashman sucks and Montez can't be counted on. Boo-hoo-hoo, right? But it is fascinating to me that there is this level of emotion 
whether it's on your side or what seems like the majority, maybe not, regarding a Jacob DeGrom mispractice in February for the Texas Rangers than there is a guy that was going to be a part of the Yankees' starting rotation undergoing surgery that's going to basically end his year. So, like, what the F are we doing? For anyone who's a Brian Cashman hater or dissenter, this is red meat. This is easy. Yeah, blood's in the water. He made a trade for a guy who made eight starts, pitched to a six ERA, couldn't pitch in the postseason, and now may not even pitch this season. And then, oh, by the way, he's a free agent at the end of the year. There's a really good chance Frankie Montez never pitches for the New York Yankees ever again. Right. But their rotation is led by Garrett Cole, Uh by Nestor Cortez, by Carlos Radon, and by Luis Severino. I could make a compelling argument. That is the best front four in all of baseball. Okay. It's close. It's up there. Yeah, of course. So I think what you said is it's the fifth starter. Now, I could ask you a very interesting question that – Will be asked at some point. I could do it today or I could wait. Is it a question I might have the answer to? It's a question that creates emotions. But it's a question that Met fans may face at some point this year. And Yankee fans may face a little bit more, not as much today. Well, let me ponder the question. Ask it. Should they sign Trevor Bauer? No, they should not. Cy Young Award winners just sitting right out there. I'm well aware, but I think uh, even though both franchises have quite famously signed guys who did despicable things to women in their lives... Both franchises got to own that. We don't need to relive it. It's factual. Mm -hmm. The Trevor Bauer stuff, and I want to say this very specifically, recognizing that he has been acquitted by a court of of authority in this country, which is important, all right? Trevor Bauer, to me, can never put on a Met jersey or a Yankee jersey because he is a bad guy. So... In my opinion. I, I believe, and I believe in you, that if I ask you this question every time someone gets hurt, I will never you say will yes give to the Trevor same Bauer. answer over and over again. I trust you. I yeah, believe you. I can't. I think there's a lot of people whose answers would start to change. So and today, I agree with you. So and I, by the way, the Yankees and Mets might so, be those people. So I start today with Montas out. Hey, would you sign Trevor Bauer? I well, think it's going to be me, universal. No, I'm good. Let me rephrase But if that. it starts to pile up. Yeah. Mm, I, I want to rephrase that. I take back what I said, the second ahead. part of it. I don't think the Mets would. Because of the history of trying to sign him and feeling burnt. I can't say that about the Yankees. Well, okay, so let's... Is that fair? So as I'm thinking about it, it's an easy blanket statement to make. Neither would. I don't think the Mets would. So... I like to think the Yankees So let's stick with the Yankees. We'll have a Yankee discussion. Frankie Montas being out is not a surprise. We figured he'd miss the first month. It's the fifth starter. Domingo Herman will likely get that shot. Maybe Clark Schmidt will see. Say Nestor Cortez's hamstrings a problem. No, I hear. I now, Aaron going. Boone says he's good to go. So I'm, I'm just saying hypothetically. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's out. Can't. And do I it. ask the question again. Can't do it. And let's say, uh oh, Luis Severino's feeling something. I can't do it. I can't do well, it. Well, the question becomes tougher to answer for a lot of other people. The more down the line you get today, it's easy. It's very easy on February fifteenth to say no. I'm not dealing yeah. with it because at the end of the day, from a baseball standpoint, you could rationalize why well, I don't need them. But when you start to need them. This is a question every general manager in the sport is going to have to wrestle with this season. There is a Cy Young Award winner who's available. And I agree with you, Craig, by the way. I'm not arguing. I'm just laying this out because this is going to be a thing all year. He's going to put out videos where he looks great. He's throwing great. Rachel Luba, his agent, former girlfriend, I guess, is going to do the same thing. He is an untouchable guy. I don't think, while well, he'll be debated and, all oh, we could use him, Cy Young and all that stuff. And I understand that. A talented guy. No one's going to say he's not. There is not a team in baseball that will go within 100 feet of that guy because even though this particular incident, you know, he was acquitted of and maybe the gal was into, you know, rough sex or whatever it was, the things that we read, I can't get out of my head. I, I cannot do it. There's got to be a line that you have, and maybe your line's different than my line. I I can't. So I I can't. And I, I'm not saying he doesn't have the right to try to earn a living. Granted, the Dodgers have to pay him out in the entire contract, so he's got more money than Moses, and he's a young enough guy where he still probably wants to pitch and all that. And obviously, I'm all for second chances. I got one myself. Much different scenario about you know what the what went on, but I I just I this, can't. This will hover. Because there's a guy in the prime of his career, and he was. He was pitching really, really well. Cy Young Award. 2020, 2020, I know it was a short year. Even in 21, before the suspension, was pitching really, really well. And unless he signs somewhere overseas, 
He's going to linger and he's going to hover. And every general manager in this sport yeah. is going to have to make a decision. And I just wonder, Craig. Is there one guy Is there going to be one who gets desperate enough? Because I saw a general manager welcome back Marcelo Zuna into his locker room. Yes, I saw with, that. with open arms. With open arms. I've seen and by that. the way, and a fan base that did too. I want. Can I defend them? They booed him. They booed him when he returned. They booed him the very first time, and that was it. Okay, well, that was I'm it. not going to hold them responsible for not booing every single time. Okay, I think fair they, they sent their message to the Brave fans. I, I got to give them that. Okay. okay. So, will there be one who gets desperate enough? The Yankees aren't there. The Mets aren't there. But I can't tell you what we're saying in April if there's a lot of injuries. I think there are going to be people who are going to say, got to do it. There are going to be people who say, oh, there's always going to be a knucklehead out there or desperate enough team or fan base that says, hey, what about Trevor Bauer? 100%. I just think based on the graphic nature of what we all read, and again, I respectfully say he was acquitted, period, stop. And I believe he's countersued for defamation and a lot of other things, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure where the, what the status is. I'll look it up during the break. I'm just like, to me, isn't there a line at some point? You are like, I don't think the line is steroids. I, I'm very open about that. Obviously different, uh, but yes. I, I think physical violence towards women has got to be a line. And I it say hasn't that been in Major recognizing League Baseball, it has never been yeah. in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Ever. Now, the level of this depravity may be a lot worse than a lot of the things we've seen, but it doesn't matter. With this guy, I'm not sorry to say it. I, I wouldn't touch him with a 100-foot ball. I believe there will be a team at some point that signs him. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't think like it's going to be here. Just walk yourself through for a minute. You're uh, you're the guy at the press conference. You now have to tell the fan base. Oh, oh, now, bro. you're going to start with he was acquitted. Uh, you know, a judge uh, ruled in his favor. He is suing for defamation and all that. It's an active case. And uh, because of that, he's not guilty of any crime. Uh, why wouldn't we uh, have a look at him? We've done our thorough research. We believe uh, blah, 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 blah. That's such a tough sell, man. It's an impossible sell, but I think a desperate enough GM would say, I'll have one bad day in the office. Okay. I'll get ripped for it. And then once he starts pitching while well, everyone else right, So, well, yes, I'll say this to that. There will be a GM that goes to his owner and says, Trevor Bauer, mm-hmm. is there an owner willing mm-hmm. to say yes? That, look, I don't believe that owner is in our town. So I don't think Neither it will do happen. I. Do I. Now, I think if the Mets and Yankees have injuries, this is going to be a discussion. Let's not act like it won't because yeah. it's easy. Hey, just go sign the guy who won a Cy Young a few years ago. Right. Doesn't cost and, anything. And you don't even have to pay him that much. He's already getting a uh, gazillion dollars from right. the Dodgers. Right. going to pay him nothing. He's going to cost you like, nothing. What is he getting, like $40 million this year from the Dodgers? Yeah, a lot, yeah. Something like that, right? Was it three years, a buck twenty in that ballpark? I think it actually went down this year, so it's in the 30s. But either way, uh, it's so, a ton of money. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That, that that would I, don't, I just don't think that would fly here, and I know that Araldis Chapman's here, and was it uh, Frank? Jose Jose Reyes? Yeah, Reyes, and then uh, Jairus Familia. Who, yeah, Jairus Familia. We've done it. The teams have done it, and the guys have been cheered. Right? Yes. Right. Yes. It's a good question. It's a solid question. Maybe you put that on the Rico Bronia. <laughs> Maybe that's a worthy follow up in depth. Go over his numbers. Is it war? You know what's crazy though, Craig? You actually said something earlier, and it's why it's not even worthy of a Rico Bronia. Met fans, because of not only the disgusting nature of what he's accused of, but the free agent thing, which obviously right, that's is why the so Mets would say no. Met fans would say, "I don't want this he guy." He trolled the Mets with right. the fake announcement that he's coming here, the website, all <laughs> right. that crap. Right? The picture of him. The, right. Yeah. 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 Who want anything to do with him? No, the Mets. Listen, the Mets would sooner bring Noah Syndergaard back. <laughs> Twice uh, twice every day, three times on Sunday. 877-337-6666. Tommy, I need a black construction paper um, about three inches wide in a circle so I can cover these cameras at 3.30. Okay. Unless you've talked to Spike and we've worked it out. I did talk to Spike. He's going to come in here and uh, talk yeah, to you. Yeah, he's going to come in and we're going to have a little chat. little chat. All right, great. A high-level meeting. Oh, high-level meeting. High-level The meeting. highest of levels. Ever. Have yeah. Izzo come in with a camera. I want to record the sure. high-level meeting. Sure. Izzo's got I think to the do. audience deserves to hear <laughs> that high-level meeting uh, online. I would think. Okay? Yeah. So make sure they both come in during the break, all right? You got I'll it. be eating a sandwich. Okay. 877-337-6666. It's Carton and... Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. For those of you that do watch on SNY, they think they're coming to us uh, live at 3.30, but I've put... Uh couple of baseball caps over the cameras <laughs> uh, because I thought we are uh, simulcasting from four to six and that is the audience's expectation and uh, that's what we'll be doing. And worst of all, one of the hats a Yankee hat. Yeah, but you can't see that, dude. I can. Yeah, but so what? <laughs> the other one is a uh, looks like an American flag. Oh, is that Blue Lives Matter uh, baseball hat or is that my hat where it's a bunch of fish uh, where the flag is? It's an American flag. Flag. Yeah, but is it the fish one? Let me hold on. One of my hats uh, has a bunch of fish. No. And it looks like a Blue no Lives fish. Matter hat, but it's actually a uh, a fish hat. I don't see any so, fishes on huh? it. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's the Blue Lives one. Anyhow, 877-337-6666. Cartman Robots on the fan. You know, um, listen, I'm all about nepotism. I think nepotism uh, is fantastic. Uh, and why wouldn't you try to make the world a little bit easier for your offspring, right? Right. And I know people get upset about it because, oh, Sonny's done a couple shows here. Or a Noah Eagle is uh, like a fast-rising star in the sports broadcasting world. Voice of the Clippers. Yeah, he's also doing like Big Ten uh, broadcasting now, I think. And doing a bunch of college basketball. His career's uh, taking off. It's great. Like, it's awesome to watch that. You know, Joe Buck. Uh, you know, Jack's son. Like, why wouldn't you uh, do what you could to open doors for your own children, recognizing that they're still going to work their asses off and be good at things to achieve ultimate success, but we'd all do it, right? Mm-hmm. I think you'll do it for your kids when they're of age. So I'm ambivalent when I read stories about Bronny James because I respect that LeBron's his dad and having LeBron as a dad, certain doors open for you. But what's interesting about Bronny is that when it comes to being a broadcaster, when it comes to being an athlete, you may have the door open for you because of your last name. We all get that, right? But ultimately, you're not going to keep a job or advance if you're no good. Oh, especially in athletics. Like Noah Eagle, and I use Noah because he's a really talented broadcaster. He's really good. So while Ian clearly opened a door for him, Noah now gets jobs on merit. He's really good at what he does, right? So what's interesting about that is I've watched Bronny James play a lot of basketball, partially because it's been shoved down my throat, all of our throats, because he's LeBron's son. So LeBron, you know, uh, opening doors to maybe get him on the McDonald's All-American team, I get that. But I was reading today that Bronny James was named to the Team USA roster for the Nike Hoop Summit. He's a Nike guy. Obviously, my son's going to be on the team, or maybe I become an Under Armour guy. Right. Like one of those types of deals, right? But the kid, and I feel bad for Bronny, 
because he wants to do what his famous dad does, and there's no way he can ever live up to uh, being the ball player that his dad yeah, is, he could right? be an all-star not be anywhere close right. to LeBron. And I watch him play a lot of basketball, and he's not the best high school player in the in the country. Yeah, but then... And he's not even rated as such. But that will take care of itself. Right, it will. Easily. Like, I actually disagree with you, because I think that broadcasting is subjective. It's up to bosses on who's good or not, ultimately. Well, it's an audience. The audience either likes you or doesn't, right? I disagree when it comes to play-by-play, because if I want to watch my team play, I'm going to watch my team play. Uh, but you might complain if the guy's terrible. Kevin Burkhardt did an awesome job of the Super Bowl. I thought, I, he was, I thought he was great. But let's say he wasn't great. Yeah. The Super Bowl ratings would have still been awesome. Exactly. Right. He means, right, broadcasters don't so change So I that. think sports is much more definitive than entertainment. Entertainment can be, in ways, subjective. Yeah. If Bronny James isn't a good NBA player... I don't care how powerful LeBron what? is. He ain't playing 30 minutes a oh, night. Oh, I tell you what, 30, though. No, he's not playing. You okay. want to tell me he's drafted? Okay. You want to tell me he's on a roster? Yeah. Okay. He's not playing 30 minutes whoa, a night whoa, 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 if he stinks. Whoa, 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 What's that? What's that? The hats have come off. What's that? No, no, no. What's that? We're in the middle of doing a show, and you come in and take the hats off the cameras? Like, no disrespect, because, you know, I love you, but what are you, what are you doing? My job is to make sure the video of you guys gets out of this room, out yeah, of this building. I, there's one camera behind you that was unfettered with a hat. All right? Not Why enough. Those two cameras get hats on them until 4 o'clock. You want to leave that camera, do what you got to do. Listen. But the main cameras get the hats on them. Unless you've become a shill for <laughs> SNY. And if that's the case, just let me know so I know who I'm dealing with. But you just interrupted a very... Uh, poignant moment on the show talking about Bronny James and frankly I don't really appreciate it I have a responsibility to the people so now this is where you, you say I'm sorry this isn't <laughs> where you this isn't where you explain your defiant behavior of kissing SNY's ass this is where you simply say you're right I'm sorry I stepped out of bounds I should have waited till break to discuss that with you if I apologize, do I have to put the hats back? You have to apologize. Well, I'm not getting up during the show and doing it, but you have to. I mean, I think you owe us an apology. Yes. Put me in a bad spot. No, it's no, you put yourself in a bad spot by walking in and taking the hats off the cameras. You putting the ca hats on the cameras put me in a bad SNY spot. SNY going to us early put everybody in a bad spot. <laughs> it's their fault. Yeah. You know, if I mean, the morning show argument. put hats on a camera, he wouldn't run that fast to take hats off a camera for the morning uh, show. Well, they would never do that, obviously. <laughs> uh, but let's say they did, or they probably will now. <laughs> would you run in and do that if Boomer put a hat over a camera and said, CBS wants to start our show at 5.30, not 6, and uh, we go from 6 to 10? Or would you be like, yes, Boomer, okay, Boomer? If it was my, if it was my duty to do that, yeah. I would do it. You I, would do I, it. I carry out my duty. Okay. Always. Okay. With two hands. You know how uh, in certain religions, when someone's dead to you, you re Oof. rip off a piece of your clothing, and then you shun them for life? Mm hmm Shun. <laughs> the shunning has begun. All right? you had to and say I love was... You. you know that. All you mm -hmm. had to say was, I did it for the people. I yeah, did it for the hardworking man and woman who turns on SNY at 3.30 thinking I got Craig and Evan early. And they were going to see a hat. And I did it for them. And I do it again. See? There's your speech. That you know. being the case, Bronny's not going to get... You can leave now. Yeah, you've <laughs> Thanks, been guys. shunned. Thanks, guys. Um, Bronny, I agree. Bronny's not going to get 30 minutes. But here's the reality. Bronny's going to be in the NBA whether he sucks or not. Because LeBron, yeah. and I get it as a dad, yeah. wants to experience the thrill. Much like I got great joy of Sonny sitting here doing a talk show with me, right? It's right. amazing as a dad to watch your son blossom and be able to do that. I get it. If I'm LeBron, my son's playing in the NBA. Now, here's the issue. What if he's not an NBA player? Then he'll be out of the NBA quick. He'll be out of the NBA once LeBron's out of the NBA. Well, look, I think if, if so LeBron... Is that a fair point? To a degree. If LeBron is going to tie his future to playing with his kid... Which it sounds then, like he might. Then a team, rightfully so, by the way, would say, totally worth it. Yeah. It's kind of like a team tying themselves to a basketball player to get another basketball player. Oh, what team would do that? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. If there's a great player you can get <laughs> to get someone else who may be a little crazy, you take them. Yeah. So it would actually be like understandable 
for the Oklahoma City Thunder to say, you know what, we've got yeah. 155 picks anyway. Let's use one on Bronny. Not because he's great, but because it means we get his dad. Right. But, so ultimately, like if you're a New York Knicks fan, and all these years we've wanted LeBron James, and to be fair, to LeBron's credit, he's averaging damn near 30 points a game if he ever plays When again, he plays right? basketball. <laughs> right, right. I don't think he's played since the ceremony he when he broke Kareem's record, right? He has not. Uh, yeah, yes, I get but it. But you will eventually be out of the league. If you can't play, I think sports is so different. Because there's such a definitive winners and losers. For sure. Now, you could argue in entertainment, I think, with what we do, yeah, you don't get ratings. Ratings, right. But when right. it comes to broadcasting, I do think it's different because we've always said this about broadcasters getting paid a ton of money. It doesn't matter who's broadcasting the game. If it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're watching. You're going to watch. By the way, if it's the NFC Championship game, AFC Championship game, you're going to watch. You're going to watch. If it's your favorite team, you're going to watch. If you're a Yankee fan, you could say whatever you want in the day, back in the day about Carlos Beltran. It was terrible. You could hate Michael Kay. You can love Ryan Rucco. You're not going to watch the games just because of the broadcaster. Well, I think you uh, I think you were very accurate there with your descriptions. What did I say? I think you said everybody hates Beltran. And Kay and love Ryan Rucco. <laughs> Ryan Rucco is the future of the Yes Network. Ryan's tremendous. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'm a big Ryan that guy. That is the future face and voice of the great New York guy, unless I decide to take the job. But uh, that is the guy. He's got two guys sitting in front of him when it comes to Yes Network. He's yeah. got Kay with the Yankees, and he's got the Birdman with the Nets. But eventually, the throne for both yeah. can and will be his. Yeah, but I mean, Yankees first just based on age, right? Ian's 55 years old. Here's why I disagree. Ian ain't going anywhere unless, of course, CBS throws major dunkets and says, although, to be fair, I mean, every major CBS and, you know, uh, I don't know about Fox, but broadcaster also does games for a local market team. Yeah, but I could see there coming a day with Ian, who has now been elevated when it comes to college basketball in a year. He's got the Final Four coming up. Because out, eventually becomes the number one guy on CBS. Yeah. He's on TNT. There could come a day, and it would make me sad, where Ian says, I don't need this anymore. So I don't think it has to do with age. Right. Uh, I think... This is Nance's last Final Four this year, right? This is his last Final yeah. Four. Ian is taking the throne next year, but when it comes to football, Nance is still around. Yes. When it comes to golf, Nance is still Nance around. Nance said he wants to do 50 Masters, which gets him, I believe, to 75. How many does he have now? Uh, he's got to be at... How old is Jimmy Nance? Like 65? I think he might have another 10 to go, Evan. Oh, wow. You want to look that up real quick? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Jim Nance age. Um, don't tell me. Jim Nance is... 64. It's a good guess. 66. It's no. You're too high. He's actually a little bit younger. 62? 63. So he's got this one on 12 more. So he's got 13 more Masters. He's going to go to like 76? He said he wants to do 50 Masters. Wow. How old and, is Al Michaels? How old is Al Michaels? Masters is one of those tournaments where the older you are, the more distinguished you appear and sound. And the Masters loves that. I would say Al Michaels is 77. 78. Look at there you with this age stuff. There you go. I'm a broadcasting guy. You know, I did go to broadcasting school. How old is Ryan Rucco then? Ryan Rucco, mm-hmm. 34. Ryan Rucco, age. Easy. 36. See him right there. Wiggle. How old is Ian Eagle? Ian Eagle's 55. Ian Eagle. He graduated a year ahead of me at Syracuse. Yeah, and I was 54. He's not 55 He's going yet. to be 55 any day now. Oh, uh, crap. Yeah. No, he just turned 54 on February 9th. Oh, is that right? Yep. All right, so boom. I'm on the money. Yep. Anybody else you want to know? Um, Dead. Anybody else? <laughs> Michael K. How old is he? Michael K. Just had a birthday, and I'm going to say, "How the hell do you know that?" Uh, because like I said, I'm a broadcasting geek. Okay. February second was his birthday. What? That is weird. And I'm going to say that he turned Strange. 64. Close, 62. I'm right there. Gary Cohen. Whew. Okay. Gary Cohen. Gary Cohen. That's a tough one. Gary Cohen. 58. 64. I missed that one. That's I was me. off on that. It's funny because I was going to say 62, but he carries that bald head look really well. <laughs> Howie Rose. Howie Rose, 67. His birthday was the other day, yeah. and he turned 69. I'm right there. Nice. There you go. I mean, I'm pretty good at the birthday thing. Hmm. Pretty good. Susan Waldman. Susan Waldman. Is that not nice? I have no problem with it. I have no huh? problem with it. Oh, my good goodness gracious. Susan Waldman. Is a hundred? No, 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 no. Less than that. Nine. No, probably eighty. No. Susan Wallman, 
76. Wow. You nailed it. <laughs> Woo. That's what I'm talking about. You nailed it. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Pretty good, right? That's impressive. Yes. I guess it. I shouldn't be surprised that you nailed the rage. I'm uh, not surprised about that. Really? Yeah. I, was, I mean, it was a leap in the dark. Uh, I took a shot at it. That's nice. <laughs> By the way, she's the first person I want to be a contestant on my new summer show on Fox called The Box. <laughs> yeah, I want her in the box all by herself in the darkness just to see how she handles it. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Keep Everything dreaming. That'd be great. Keep dreaming. Oh, my good, goodness gracious. There's a better shot. I'm right here in the box. I'm in the Fox <laughs> box. Of all the dramatic things, I'm stuck in the Fox box. <laughs> There's a better chance of her guest hosting a show with you. Yeah, also very, very true. I came back from Fordham today with Spike. I'm like, Spike, let's go through the Rolodex. We're sitting in traffic on the FDR coming here today. Right. Blessed that we got her in time to start the show. Didn't miss a second. And he goes, well, who would you want to talk to? First answer, get Susan on the phone. Oh, did, why'd he do it? He wouldn't do he it. He wouldn't do he it? He would not do it. When's their first game? It's got to be coming up. Oh, uh, well, they don't start playing games for The New weeks. York Mets just announced on our sister station the yeah. radio schedule with the yeah. new crew. It starts a week from Saturday. How about that? You're so happy. Of course You're I'm so happy. happy. I want to wish everybody out there who celebrates yeah. a happy Pitchers and Catchers Report Day. So, Big Mac, from my family to yours, a very happy Pitchers and Catchers Report Day. Well, by the Thank way, you, Evan. Happy Big to Mac you. Yes. is you. wearing a Yankee sweatshirt today. Of course I am. That I assume is by design, yeah? Uh, I don't know. Did they all report today, too, or no? Pitchers and catchers. Yeah. Ever, so P's and C's are uh, in everywhere? They're yeah, first wor first official workout tomorrow, but everyone shows up today. Got it. Who do you think buys dinner tonight? Uh, I was told that Jeff McNeil will be buying dinner from Pete Alonzo because Jeff got his new contract. Yes, okay. So he's purchasing I mean, dinner. Pete's making $14 million this year. He can I was thinking the same thing. Too. By the way, Jeff's not making much more there, Pete. In fact, he isn't making much more. <laughs> so despite the long-term contract, you should still be buying, bro. Sorry. <laughs> We know well, what everybody makes. Pete, right? You were uh, telling us Pete's a little, uh, you know. A little what? Alligator arm? Wears the boxing gloves, as you like to say. Uh, you know, from time to time, he goes uh, T-Rex on a guy. From time <laughs> to time. Yeah. Yeah. But he's very generous if you go boating with him. Very generous. You think he's going to take the boys boating down in Port St. Lucie, Florida? I don't. Not that far away. I think once you're there, I think you're locked in. I'm not sure. If, I don't know what their day is like. Obviously, they have a lot of downtime. But also, Pete's leaving soon because he's a part of the WBC and TUSA. Yeah, the Mets have a lot of guys playing. A lot of guys playing. That's, a, that's such a tough call because there's a party that wants to be like, I'd rather you not, especially with pitchers. Scherzer said no. And then there's a party that's kind of like, how do you stop a guy from you know, repping his country? No. Which is a big deal for a lot of guys. Well, then think, there's also the fagaziness where, and I know this guy's no longer on our radar, but I did see it, so I'm just going to bring it to you. What? How does Matt Harvey get put on Team Italy? Because I guess he's got enough Italian he's not blood Italian, in him. Italian, and he's not from Italy. Because their rules are very lenient so that they can he's allow like major a wasp from uh, Connecticut. <laughs> uh, Mike Piazza has got a powerful hand. I'll the, tell you that the rules are lenient enough where some of these rosters that are yeah. not loaded with major leaguers could get some major leaguers on their roster. I mean. Matt Harvey's Italian yeah, now? Yeah, he's on Team Italy. When did that happen? <laughs> I don't remember that being the case you never knew he point. was. A, you never knew he was Italian? I never knew he had Sicilian roots. You no, didn't know did his great-grandmother on his dad's side oh. once dated an Italian? So he can get his button. All good. Very good. Very good. It's funny. Cody came to me the other day and he goes, I got to tell you, he goes, I'm really worried about that Team Israel and the WBC. I'm like. Worried about what? Their talent level. Well, I'm then, like, yeah. you and nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're Jewish. Don't you care? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> I don't. Do you care about the WBC at all? No. <laughs> I was going to say, do you even care about Team no. USA? And I don't want to hear about, you know, remember when David Wright hit the game-winning RBI? No. Craig, do you remember when it's David Wright became Captain America? Yes, I you know, do. You know what, though, most baseball fans think of when they think of the WBC? What's that? Mark Teixeira injuring his wrist, On swinging the, uh, off a tee yeah. at the World Baseball Classic, yeah. which became, he got hurt at the World Baseball Classic. Right. Meanwhile, guy was swinging off a freaking tee. And I remember he had that sheath problem. Yeah, very good. It was a sheath. sheath. It was a sheath issue. Sheath, sheath. problem. Sheath. Yeah, yeah, it's like the sheath. covering of the tendon. Yes, like what a, a short, tool, like though, a right? sword sheath. Like, dude, <laughs> I well, mean, Hicks come had on. The, Hicks had the same Yeah, injury. but Hicks didn't get hurt on a tee. 
No. Higgs probably got hurt hitting a ball. Yeah, you know, in a well, game. That's, that's the Mark Teixeira got up there. His body breaking down. His hair thinning out. And trying to hit a ball off a tee like a child. So what happened? And hurt his sheath. What happened? With me and Mark Teixeira? Yeah, because clearly there's something there. So what happened? Yeah, he's dead to me. There we go. We're getting closer. <laughs> so what happened that caused this death, if you will? What happened? Forgot he knew me. Really? Yeah. That's what happened. Forgot he knew you. Forgot he knew me. Just said, I don't know that guy. He forgot to yeah. remember. Totally forgot that we were friendly. Hmm. Yeah. Totally forgot, you know, going to Harlem RBI together and doing right by the kids. Totally forgot that he begged me to help promote his juice company. Hmm. Totally forgot where he came from. Wow. Because it was convenient to forget that we had a relationship. Hmm. So... I'm back. Well, guess what? Out of loyalty yeah. to you, I want to make something very clear. So you don't have to be loyal to me. I'm Mark Teixeira, yeah. you're dead to me. Now, I'm a Met fan. Big Mac, you're a diehard Yankee fan. Yeah. Guy helped you win a World Series. Yeah. Show your loyalty. Go ahead. You, no, no, Mark no, no, Mark no, Teixeira, no. you are in deep, deep sleep to me right now. No. <laughs> deep, deep sleep. <laughs> you're like, I'd have to shake you really no. hard to wake you up, Mark there Teixeira. There you go. Listen, this is my hill to die and nobody else's. <laughs> nobody else's. You should love Mark Teixeira for... All you know, he was the guy standing on first base when A-Rod popped out for oh, Luis Castillo and scored from first. I was thinking the same thing, and you just took it out of my head and brought it up. So if you oh. want to love Mark Teixeira for running on oh. uh, contact, I'm good with it. Oh. It's my my issue, nobody else. I hate Teixeira for that. I yeah. respect it, but I freaking hate it. <laughs> if he's just lollygagging yeah. around, right. the Mets have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how Teixeira did. You ever see that man breathe while he runs? Yes. <laughs> he had, like, the really fat cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. He, would, he looked like a hamster getting ready for winter when he would run. Yeah. Nice, nice reference. Oh, is that one nice okay? Reference. But the Whitman's chocolate, huh? Yeah, no one knows the Whitman's chocolate. Everybody but... knows Whitman's chocolate. <laughs> he still will take it out. I can't. By the way, Craig, before the show, he didn't do this on air. Before the show, he's yeah. talking to me, defending Cashman for the Frankie Montez trade. And I'm like, I'm Big not, Mac, take the, you can you can't just take this out? That's, a, not that's def- a loss. Take it is loss. a loss. You were, you were defending it, talking about Trevino. No, no, I said it could still Trevino. be. What I said was it yes. could be salvaged if yeah. Lou Trevino has this monster year. Yeah. But Big Mac was saying, you know, Evan, Brian had Hard. to make that trade. He really yeah. had no choice, Evan. He had to. And if he, he didn't, didn't and if no, he didn't, no, no. and if he didn't, you and Craig would have ripped him really, really badly. Probably. So, yeah. so, so he had to make the trade. He, so it's really that, good. Just not that trade. At the deadline, he's not allowed to sit on his hands. He has to do something. You're right. He has to make You're a move. Right. Uh, absolutely. So he, right. he took but, he took a chance with a guy with a little bit of a bum shoulder, hoping he'd have a good half a year. That's yeah, he what did. he did. Yep. And it, it turned out to be a failure. I would never say otherwise. But he can't. Other GMs are allowed to sit and wait back and go. Oh, I don't want to do that. He can't. He doesn't He's have to trade for an injured pitcher. He doesn't, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to make a bad trade. That's true. You know but he, I think he does have to go out. and What make annoyed moves. me? And I don't know where Brian is today. Maybe he's in Florida. He should have answered the question. I'm I didn't think. Florida now, I did right? not think it was fair to Aaron Boone that he had to sit there today and get asked very fair questions about. Hey, did you trade for a damaged pitcher? Now, he's the manager of the Yankees. He has no freaking idea. Yeah. He's managing games. He's not negotiating trades. He's not checking out MRIs. And Boone has to sit there. I felt bad for him. It's one of those spots where that's not a question for the manager. Now, I'm not blaming the media for asking because Cashman wasn't around. So I thought today Cashman should have joined him. Just for five minutes to say, let me explain this. And take an L. Brian's good at taking L's, in all seriousness. He really holds himself accountable at times, which I respect. Yeah. But instead, Boone's sitting there. And by the way, not one writer had the balls to ask Aaron what needed to be asked. And what was that? How do you feel? About the Super Bowl. You lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. Was it a hold, Aaron? Are you crying about it? So I guess you need to text him. Go ahead. I'll text him after I give you your present. Trash talk. I will. I have no problem with that. The trash talk started on Sunday. Don't don't think it didn't. (laughs) All right. So uh, here's the deal. Yeah. Uh, You're going to close your eyes. I'm going to present you. I'll do it on camera since the cameras have been uncovered. And then you have given us your word that you will indeed put this on right away, yes? Well, I actually haven't given your word. You just assumed I'd yeah, give you your gonna word. Yeah, you're going to do it because it's, it's the right thing to do. Uh, when right? I see it, I'll make a good decision. It's matter of fact, maybe I'll put it on you while you're blindfolded. Is it a hat or is it a shirt? It is not a hat. I'm showing uh, the audience on TV. All right? What is it? Uh, Big Mac's laughing. 
Big Mac, do you think he's going to like it? Yes, I think he is. Uh, really? Tommy, yeah, I you like think it. he's going to like it? I do. I like right, it. All right, I'm in there. The then I'm in. I'll, I'll wear it, I promise. All right. I trust Big Mac. Not this as much Loogie, uh, but I trust Chuck Big Mac. My buddy Chuck from uh, CNC, baseball apparel. They're the guys that are doing those limited edition uh, sweatshirts and shirts. I want to be clear. I have no part of it financially. I don't make a nickel. If you buy their shirts or sweatshirts, every penny goes to... Uh, local business who's uh, trying hard to uh, to get get by, okay? So what is it? Evan, I, I present closed. to you a one-of-a-kind baseball jersey. Oh, nice. As requested, you are now the captain of Team Schadenfreude. <laughs> Take a look. That is cool. I and like it. And the beauty it. of it is the rainbow, because we want to make it all-inclusive, LGBTQ has the... Mantra of spirituality, serenity, nature, uh, sunlight, healing, love and life, inclusivity, and diversity. Throw it over. I'm wearing And uh, this is from Chuck and CNC. Chuck and CNC. All right, they do a great job in Larchmont, especially right. if you have like you know, a team that needs jerseys. Uh, check them out. Plus, I've already uh, put the website out there on Twitter. And Evan is now putting on the Schadenfreude jersey. That is solid. Thank you. That is legit. I feel good. And he is also, Evan has agreed, that he is changing the name of his team in his adult baseball league <laughs> to the Schadenfreude. I don't know if everybody's going to love that. And everybody but... on the team, uh, Evan's buying them all jerseys, right? Yeah. You, can I tell you my first reaction to it? Yeah. And I don't know if you feel this way. kind of feels like wearing an Astros jersey. Because of the rainbow? Because of the stripe. Yeah, yeah, but it's so clearly yeah, not. When he, first, I mean, when he first opened it, I thought that for a second. Okay. But no, I don't Would know. Would you mind standing in my yeah, for a minute? Yeah, of course. sexy you are in your schadenfreude rainbow warrior jersey. Mm -hmm. uh, representing the LGBTQ community. And uh, I love your adoption of the new jersey and the team name. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the jersey. Look, it you looks look good. good. It actually fits good. It's slimming, too. I yeah. feel like skinny. Yes. You almost look like a ball player. I kind of do. Yeah. Wait till I start swinging the bat. Then, then, you then I won't. <laughs> That's awesome, right? I like yeah. it. Thank you. You're very I think it's, it's kind of got that 86 pullover jersey kind of feel. It to looks it. good. It also, yeah. it also made me realize something, and I feel bad saying it, but I got to be honest. I trust Big Mac so much. Like, as soon as he said. Oh, well, said, that was very sweet. Thank you. You know, you're going to like it. Then you, were, you felt at ease. Yeah, I felt at ease. Hmm. When Lugie said I'd like it, I didn't trust him. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what am I, untrustworthy? I don't know Apparently. why. Like, you didn't do anything, and it's not yeah. your fault. But, like, Big Mac's voice made me feel like I'm good. But when Lugie's like, you're going to like it, I was like, I don't believe So him. Big Mac was reassuring. You yeah. thought uh, Tommy was uh, setting you up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in cahoots with you. Cahoots. Yeah. Maybe it's all the ass kissing but after all. There's, there's no kissing. cahoots. Kissing. I, you, we discussed this on air. <laughs> yeah. I told you I'd yeah. have it made for you. No, you're right. Chuck uh, did it, uh, expedited for in us. In days, man. And got it right to you in time for you to enjoy. That's right. There you go. Thank you, sir. It's also, I mean, that's where we should get all our jerseys from. That dude does a good job. I mean, it's a good jersey, man. Yeah. Feels good. Makes me look skinny. I like it. We'll take some pictures during the break. We'll post them and uh, give you that website address. Again, it's not my business. I have nothing to do with it. Sometimes they take ideas from the show and they turn them into shirts. And I think it's great. And they do a great job in their local business. Uh, obviously affected by COVID. Uh, trying to get by. So hopefully you guys will support them and help them out. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.